0: family
1: and we're back yes we are back Another we never week. really left but we're here again of this will be a fam, special edition special edition family bloodline podcast i believe uh, oh, yeah?
0: it's special edition
1: <laughs> i think it is because of the topic that we're going to be talking about i think it, it penetrates mm-hmm. multiple different levels and, and just you know be honest it's it's the only real topic we're gonna to be talking about tonight. We got a couple of other things that we will be breezing through, but I think what we what we're gonna be talking about is actually uh, it deserves a time that we will be able to dedicate to it. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's it's a Boy, it's a huge you? thing. You ask me, I think it's it's huge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, What's
1: up Trey? Trey? Football schmut ball is sir. Coming. that's my buddy right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Enjoy this conversation,
0: sir. I really do. We might have to bring you on.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh we might we might have to have you hop in uh hop on live with us to uh to give your your perspective on, on what we begin to talk about. But we'll introduce that in a little bit. We'll introduce that in a little bit. But before we do that, let's uh Let's see how you've been doing this week, Wanda. Oh,
0: uh, you know, I've been good. Hey, Manny.
1: <laughs> hey. Daniel. Thomas, on Th- nailed himself not too long ago. <laughs> What's oh, up, yes. Manny?
0: Okay. Um, No, my week's been good. So, you know, today's Friday. Um, hey. Normally Fridays at work are hectic. So I kind of made myself scarce. But like this afternoon, like this morning, I worked really hard. I was like, I'm gonna work so hard. And this afternoon, I'm not. <laughs> so that's pretty much what happened. And, like, um, yes, sir, I did take off my trash. <laughs> um, it needs to be done again though, because I be cooking. So um, yeah. Um I, I stayed in one spot. Hey, Mike.
1: What's up, MC? Um,
0: I stayed in one spot at work, and I like I, everybody saw where I was, and nobody needed me. So I was like, "I'm just stay right here." I like if I move, somebody gonna say they need me. So <laughs> I just stood in one spot for four hours.
1: For four hours, and,
0: talk, and randomly talked to people that walked past. Like I did not move. I was scared to move because if I move. They were like, oh, she's available.
1: I oh was not available God.
0: this afternoon.
1: <clears throat> that so, is a, uh, that's that's dedication right there.
0: Yeah, I was like, I didn't oh. move, you know, like, like, you know, when uh, God told him, don't turn around and Sodom and Gomorrah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I did not move. I was not gonna be a pillar of salt for them people. No, no. But what's hey, up? Hey, Nisi. Hey, Sheba, where your son is We can't find him.
1: <laughs> Me. I mean, we've been on the look for dirt.
0: I called and texting. Right, to call. Straight mannequin, mannequin challenge for real.
1: Um, what that's about.
0: What else? What else been going on this week? Um, that's pretty
1: much Nothing. It. Nothing.
0: The girls are good. Um, one of them is like really active at school, so I had to drive like meet my brother halfway. To pick her up one day i'm like bro if y'all finna be doing these activities y'all gonna have to find a way home <laughs> because gas is not cheap to be driving all the way out to fenton to pick y'all up
1: yes oh my god
0: yeah and and so since there is a uh bus driver shortage this day they didn't have uh after the school driver so luckily for my village they she was able to get do um stay for her play, her player with her play rehearsal. But who child? I'm like, I, well, I'm I, gonna have to get her an apartment out there or something.
1: I don't know what the mannequin challenge is,
0: you know, when you just stand and you just like,
1: oh, <laughs> 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 I'm slow. So my kids are looking at me like, you didn't know what the Mannequin Challenge like, was. No, what? I didn't know what the Mannequin Challenge was. But, well, apparently I was the only one, so it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. I'm okay with that. So myself. how was your week? My week has been good. I have been entertaining my kids, and they are in the background. And, of course, the moment that I ask them to be quiet is when they're going to be the loudest. So y'all are probably hear them in a little bit uh, throughout, the, uh, throughout the actual live um uh, but you know we've been going through it having having good times bad times hard times all that other good stuff there are some don't know where dirty is because we, <laughs> we don't to, know uh, we, we try to uh
0: we try to call he ain't
1: answer yeah two
0: days so two days hope he this right.
1: is day number three um yep. but we've been trying to uh i've been trying to teach them some lessons that um only fathers can teach their kids quite honestly uh and hope that it begins to stick as they get older but well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But other than that, you know, just chilling. Um, I took vacation so I could be with them, oh,
0: that's
1: and crazy. the week has gone by way too fast.
0: Oh
1: yeah, I gotta I gotta take them back on Monday, so we got two days left. Um, what usually happens on the night before they gotta go back, we get everything together so we're not late. And make sure we got to be where we got to be on time. Uh, make sure they get their food, get fed, and we try to just have a little extra fun. Our power went out, uh, because of, of where I stay. Uh, power went out, and uh, maybe well, like
0: a rolling power thing, or don't
1: know. We never got any explanation as to why the power was out. It was supposed to only be out for three hours, and it turned into um right on because i appreciate the number one dad deal i appreciate (laughs) it uh it turned into i think it went out at five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve about a 12 hour thing oh my god 12 to 13 hour thing so but you know made the best of it we went outside and hopped in the uh atlas lit a a little candle uh to ward off the bugs or whatever uh pretty much if them lights (laughs) and we uh you know i we started talking about some stuff and i began to explain to them uh what black holes are like Mm -hmm. galactic black holes and what a white hole is which which is the adverse of a black hole and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know made sure that they understood that they are literally the uh the epitome of the universe they are stardust and that's what makes them special and unique and beautiful and perfect in their own right so we we got to do that. So we made the best of a bad situation and just spent some quality time with each other and tried to answer some questions that any questions that they would have had. Mm-hmm. That was one of those quick moments of literally me saying, Ask me anything you want to so we can we can work work it out and figure it out. So
0: let's yeah, let's that's what's up. Yeah. That's what we did. I we love candles. Up. candles are awesome.
1: They are, but I don't wanna be in the house in the dark, you know. <laughs> That's that's boring. So we went outside and we looked at the stars and we started talking astrology because I'm a a little bit of a geek, a nerd when it comes to that stuff. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Met him before. He gave me a lot of information that I was trying to give to them also. My kids are ridiculously intelligent. They're a lot smarter than what I was at that age. So Mm -hmm. they were able to pick up what I was laying down without me having to uh, switch up the lingo, as it were. So. All in all, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was good. And That's then uh, good. That's good. woke up the next day and kept it pushing.
0: <laughs> right. Because it was light outside. You mm-hmm. could go solar power.
1: Right. So we're going to have to get a generator for, for, for the house or whatever. But I don't know. Well, I don't even know how much longer I'm going to be out here. Truth be told, I, I really don't. I'm moving into a position to... Get ready to to hang my boots up and become a full fledged uh, civilian like. Like,
0: would you even know what to do without your? Yeah. boots? Like.
1: Yeah, I, I would. I'm doing it, right now. That's why I started now, and I didn't wait until later. Absolutely. I don't
0: know if you were not a soldier, I don't know what you like. What would you do if you were not I, a soldier?
1: I'm I'm so much more than just a soldier. Remember, I'm I'm, I'm an actor. I'm a singer. I'm a musician uh a little bit of a nerd so i'm a well, public speaker a
0: soldier is a very big part
1: of who yeah, you yeah yeah it'll be 25 at years at the moment. end of this month
0: yeah. yeah
1: 25 years at the end of this month so by the time i'm finished it'll be a total of 27 almost 28 years of uh yeah i cook too absolutely yeah so i'm gonna do whatever i want i'm, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what i want to do when i grow up so i got a little I time i really
0: know my turn to be a housewife
1: well, hallelujah. Uh if that's what you want to do. <laughs>
0: I'm just waiting. All right. Oh, my little buddy just texted.
1: Yeah, second chapter is more than likely better than the first.
2: So yeah. Thomas
1: retired a few years ago. And he he's figuring it out, you know. <clears throat> and of course it doesn't come with, with a little peril and, and frustration and little anxiety, but mm. you know, it's it's a part of, it's a part of, of living. So it's always trying to figure it out. And that's the best part of it.
0: <laughs> what you mean never? I could totally be a housewife. I would be a really good housewife.
1: I don't doubt that, but I, I don't know how long you'd like, well, your, your kids are a little bit older, so. Really everybody be day. out the house <laughs> when you retire when you retire every day is friday <laughs>
0: hey,
1: okay. A- i can dig that All right. i can dig that for sure that's what i'm trying to that's yeah. how i'm trying to i'm trying to be like i wake up what's today ain't hey, it ain't friday i okay. thought it was friday i wish every day was friday that would be
0: awesome
1: so yeah, but I don't know. you. Your kid's a little bit older. You'll be in the house. You, I don't know. We'll see. If that's what you want to do and y'all had that discussion when he get back, I would like <laughs> to witness that also. I would like to see that happen. I'd like to observe it. Oh, man,
0: awesome.
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know if I can actually do it. I did it, I did it during COVID. Then I was
1: like... That was a little bit different. That was a
0: little bit different. Is it? Because it was the yeah. same stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. If that's if the that's way you're trying to go, we we will see how it works know. out.
0: I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to do it for long. I'll probably give it maybe a year or so. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go back to work. Okay. All right. Or. that depends if I have a baby or not. If I have a baby, then I'm like, oh, no, I'm staying home until my baby go to college.
1: For sure. Hey, what's going <laughs> on, Battle? Welcome. It's been a minute.
0: I know Mr. Well, Facebook.
1: all I would say is instead of going to work for somebody work for yourself, figure mm-hmm. out what to do to work for yourself. Uh, Cause I plan on dedicating more time to this as whenever I'm retired, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going, I'm not looking to jump back into a position of working for anybody directly. I, I know however, that we were about to actually go deep into a recession. Okay, we've I'm been
2: back.
1: I'm back. I'm back. All right. So we well we've been in a recession but we are about to go deep into a recession, right? We've been in um, a recession. Gas it. prices, so there's a lot of oil productivity that's about to be cut on purpose. Again, like last week I was telling everybody to look up uh I can't remember his name. His his last name right now, but his first name is Jerome and he's the chair. He's the head of the um uh I'm sorry. I'm focusing on my kids playing this game. But he's the chair of the Federal <laughs> Reserve. They,
0: that, a, 80, that adult ADD It me. is, it is. <laughs> but he's he's right. the chair
1: of the, of the Federal Reserve, and he's pushed out a lot of information within the last couple of weeks to essentially shape what the economy is going to look like in the next two and a half, three, four, five years. And it's not a good look <laughs> for the average American. Purposely, there's going to be $1.3 million that is cut. There's going to be purposely pushed out a, a statement of uh, having a soft labor force. But what it really means is they're not going to be promoting or pushing for people to get hired on purpose. Again, gas prices are about to go back up through the roof. The housing market is the bottom's about to fall off. So if you bought a house within the last couple of few years, all the money you spent on it. Right. You are not going to see come back directly. And, and a good a good case study for this what's about to happen to America is, is to actually go back and do a a little bit of a research on what happened to the Japanese uh, stock market and economy. And it never bounced back from it. And I think it was around the same time we had a a market uh, housing market issue about 2008, 2009. So throwing that out
0: there.
1: Okay. Yeah. But I'll be retired and every day is going to (laughs) be (laughs) Friday.
0: All right. Well then.
1: Trying to figure out well, how to continue work it. for myself and, and promote like push and cultivate a village. And I think we're doing a good job at it so far. I think we are. Sounds good. So you gonna win? My hair probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: probably not. It's it's it, it, it's doing what it wants to do. So we're gonna go back to it. all right.
1: Yeah. There we go. All right. All right. All
0: right so what's, let's, what's next?
1: All right, football ball, week five. We going <laughs> to week five
0: every day. What you know about them double R, triple R?
1: Right. Erday. Double R's, that's that's the St. Louis thing right there. So St. Louis. So these are the games we got coming up during week five. I hope. Well, I don't know if anybody saw the Colts Broncos game, but it was absolutely horrible.
0: I heard it was a bad game, oh and it was my like six to nine or something like that.
1: It's, it was 12 to 9. Um really? it was slow going, it was hard to watch. It was, <laughs> Travis I was said watching. it was sad. It was, it was. Okay, so it I was. didn't watch it. It was it so was like, catching
0: up on my other shows. I was watching Atlanta.
1: Yeah, no, don't don't go back and look for don't look for any highlights because there were there were no highlights. Um the quarterbacks were garbage. I <laughs> just being nobody
0: made a touchdown. They kicked field oh, goals all how night. Good those teams were, right?
1: That doesn't mean the teams are really good. They kicked field goals all night. So they That's the what they were really
0: good, right? Because nobody can make a touchdown, right? No.
1: It's not that they were because they were really good. It's because both teams were just that bad.
0: Oh, my. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And I watched that doggone game. And did I kind You watch watched
0: it to me. the end?
1: I did. I even watched the overtime.
0: Uh, they went into overtime.
1: <laughs> they went into overtime, and it was just.
0: Well, it was that low? And they went into I, overtime. I
1: don't think we're gonna see a worse game this season from anybody. From anybody.
0: We like. Oh, Uncle Don't you talk about Uncle
1: Russell?
0: you better keep that look and, and, and what makes look I, he got the anointment i don't i don't you know better
1: if, not be speaking. <laughs> who anointed him so Sierra? With her goodies. <laughs> look.
0: he got that anointment
1: on him mm-hmm. whatever was going down was not okay he couldn't complete passes his receivers his tight ends and him they were off they weren't in sync it was it was it was horrible
0: Maybe future
1: sent him a stupid text and had his head out the game. Hey, we so just so everybody knows, we were about to uh talk about the future and Sierra and Russell Wilson thing, but I think the, the topic we're gonna be dealing with is a bit better. But uh, maybe maybe that's what's got him messed up, kind of like Tony Romo was messed up with old girl some years ago. Right when he was about um, to get married, I just yeah. got married. Whatever the case hey, thing.
0: like, so what is going on with relationships this week? Like, um, Brady and Giselle breaking up. Um,
1: well, I don't know what all is going on in that. I, I wanted to read it, but I didn't because I am such a Brady hater that I'm happy for her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: yeah jessica simpson
0: okay yeah. so giselle and brady breaking up um samara right. and uh her guy Corey H- hedrick after 14 years are getting divorced like what is going on
1: i i don't know right he asked for Married that
0: long and then just like no nah, i'm done sam
1: look we all got our breaking points and like, i think
0: my thing tamara he's done enough b movies movies (laughs) to stay in your good graces the man is trying girl (laughs)
1: hey i'm i'm right here with it. welcome to life it is what it is it is what it is hell nia long even got cheated on so
0: oh my god Well, I'm question
1: myself like if you need alone can't keep uh, a man that's what's so special about me <laughs> <laughs> yeah near long got it too like, hey and this is what it is this is what it is they didn't reach the, the the end of their daggone business contract and that's pretty much what ray j was saying about the Kim Kardashian stuff right now, now that stuff now that whole situation is
0: messy we're gonna need a whole nother a whole yeah. other to, to, te- to talk about all that, but yeah, yeah. that's We're a mess in st- itself. But anywho, we still talking about football,
1: football week five. five. <laughs> uh, just to put up the schedule again, uh, here it is right here, right? So we got Lions and Patriots. Who you got for that one? Uh oh. Can't hear you. Hello. Yeah. Can You hear me? There it is. Yeah. Oh. That's better. So <laughs> no, I know you're I gonna go with the Yep. All
0: right, I'm going right. with the Patriots. <laughs> Patriots one. All
1: right. Chargers and Browns.
0: Jaguars.
1: Wait. What? Oh, what? Texas and okay, Jaguars. You going, you're going Jaguars? I was
0: going down. Yeah. Jaguars. Right.
1: Steelers and Bills. Steelers. All right. When I when I disagree with you, I say something. Uh, Bears and Vikings. That's right.
0: Vikings.
1: I'm going with the Bears. <laughs> Excuse me. One more for the one time. Excuse me again. I'm going to go with the Bears for that one. Seahawks and Saints. Um, Seahawks. Okay, I'm, I'm with you with the Seahawks. 49ers and Panthers. Uh, 49ers and Panthers.
0: I'm going to go with the
1: Panthers. I'm going with the Panthers. Titans and Commanders. Former Redskins. Uh. Um titans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dolphins and Jets. Oh, God. I hate both of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> a passion.
0: But I'm gonna go with the Jets, I guess.
1: I'm gonna have to go with the Dolphins. I'm gonna have to go with the Dolphins. They on a high right now. It's oh, beginning of the season oh. still. Uh Falcons and Bucks. Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons because I hate Brady. And Chargers and Browns.
0: Um mm. Let's go with
1: the Browns. No, I'm going with the Chargers. Oh my God. And uh (laughs) the the Chargers like I'm
0: gonna go with the Browns.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. The Browns, excuse me. They the Browns. That's all I can say about that. The G-Man and the Packers. I'm gonna
0: go with the Packers. I I am not a giant.
1: The (laughs) Packers.
0: We're going with the Packers.
1: I'm I, I just got back in the comments. Okay, okay. I see where y'all at. I see where y'all at in the in the comments. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get a huge <clears throat> uh chart. I'm gonna put it on a green screen and then we'll we'll keep track of the season and everybody's uh picks for that week. Yep. So on the next live, we'll come back with results and we'll publish some publish them during the week and then hit yeah. the end. Uh on the next slide, we'll we'll see where we go from there. So yeah, okay, we'll just <laughs> keep right. track of the season like that. Okay, we'll keep track of the season like that. I I dig it. All right, so we're we're moving into the meat of what actually got this started, and, and just to give everybody a little background on how we came up with this topic, a jazz man's blues, a jazz man blues. Um this is
0: oh, I like this picture heart. when I was
1: yeah. I, I thought this picture was absolutely astounding and it, it speaks a million words at once, especially understanding the uh the 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 history behind it and the, uh-huh. the era. But um I actually I'll let you dive into this first because you're the one who introduced the the movie to me.
0: Yeah, so um this is a Um, surprisingly enough it's a tyler perry film it's not like his other films that he's come out with um there's no medias there's no mr browns or anything like that this is actually it was a y'all right it was a great movie um it, it tackles a lot of um issues from that era of time um it was a lot. I don't know what else to say. It was just a good movie. And if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. He said this movie is out of control. Um, it uh, it was a really good, just a really good movie all around. Um, it's about family and it's about. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, me and Sarah had like an outside conversation about this movie. So. Um yeah um some of the things that stuck out to me was the family dynamic of the mom the dad and the brothers um, how and one thing that also confused me <laughs> in colorism right that definitely stuck out to me the light skin bro like i thought i literally thought that the dark skin boy Was the father's son? Can you not hear me? I'm just. Hear me now. Yeah. Okay. So. Somebody else said,
1: "Oh my god, (laughs) damn brother."
0: I mean, I get it. I get it. I understand all of that. (laughs) I I understand all of it. So um, well let's talk about it so yeah
1: keep going I'm gonna just put up a couple of pictures as we yeah, as we so we go through this and this talk about you it.
0: see the young woman um I forgot her name because she kind of pissed me off um Leanne uh yeah Le- 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 leana Leanne somebody and we see that Miss leana is fair skinned. I'm looking at the comments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's call her Bucket. They did we'll call, call her bucket, bucket in the movie. and That was her nickname because they said her mama dropped her off like a bucket. That was, a, yeah, it was a lot. Um, bucket met this young man who was, he was a musician. His mom was a jazz singer amongst other things. She was a laundry person. She was a A pillar in her community. And she was also married to this good for nothing piece of sorry, sorry, sorry so-and-so. He wasn't, my mama might be watching, he wasn't crap, okay? He was a drunk, he was an addict. he was the worst man you could possibly think of. He was abusive mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um he was horrible. And he got everything he deserved in that movie. But neither anyway. But not that's going too far into the show.
1: I'ma add sir in a second here.
0: <laughs> um so the brothers were. Obviously against they were um they both had two different dads and one was a fair skinned brother and the fair skinned brother felt entitled because back in them days that is just something that fair skinned people felt because they were treated differently if they were passing or house Negroes. White but um.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah. Go ahead. So, with that being said, um, <laughs> this next topic is something that that uh, the culture uh, still deals with today, and it is colorism. So that's what we're actually about to to jump into a little bit, and and maybe on another at another time we'll jump into all the other different. Oh man, he, man, he was going
0: through it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all the other different dimensions that this this movie actually held uh but colorism colorism in america so let, just for those who don't know the definition of colorism i i, I went and, and looked up one colorism is a prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group i was speaking to my kids about this at dinner actually it up and i asked them, i asked both of them like what what do y'all think colorism is and one of them said uh essentially it's racism to people of the same race that's that's paraphrasing what she was mm-hmm. saying and i was like well that's absolutely spot on that's absolutely spot on like i we can't go left or right deviate left or right from that uh so and it's not just with the black culture and I put colorism in America because I'm talking about all the different Americans that actually go through this right now, of course, talking directly about subcultures in America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? We experience it on a different level, uh, on various different levels. So I am not a top before I get into my spiel, big brother. Thank you for for hopping on. Uh, thank you all. for Thank you. Thank yes, you. For sir, having absolutely absolutely let's let's get what you got on this
2: um so this movie has pulled me in all different types of directions uh Mm -hmm. wanda and i actually did have our own movie critiquing uh committee (laughs) (laughs) um and and you said it so eloquently that uh it it just really mirrors the same issues and I don't want to go off on a tangent here because I will, right? The problem that I have with the society today is, number one, right? We are still fighting and dealing with the same issues before and since the chains have come off our bodies. Mm. Voter suppression, police suppression and repression, Racism, colorism, just all types of things. But in the context and confines of this particular movie, uh, Wanda did a great job in explaining it. It was a you know southern family. I believe they were in Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they were in Georgia, and uh, I'm assuming. I don't want to you know pimple, but I'm assuming because the mother had a natural gift for music. Right. Her children became musically inclined. The father mm-hmm. also played instruments. And uh it was just a good period. Oh, it was a it was a good period piece to expose how the evils and the system system of racism had not only you know infiltrated into the households, but how it followed people throughout their lives as they uh moved from the southern area, and I believe. The Bayou and his brother and the manager—they went north, and you know why? Yeah, they, they
0: went to Chicago. They went
2: to Chicago. So yeah. I mean, you know, you had these amazingly talented people, and just dealing with the rigors of stuff that we dealt with. um Willie Earl became a heroin addict. uh, so uh, did uh his son, uh, yeah, well, his Willie Earl, right? Well, Willie Earl was the son. I forgot the daddy name. He, he might have been it was Willie Earl too, wasn't Yeah, he, he was be- a junior. Yeah, he might have been Big Willie. So, yeah, yeah, Big Big Willie got high, Little Willie got high, and you know, man, the movie was just—you know—it was really, you know, I don't get emotional, you know, and I got to take my glasses off for this one. I don't—I'm not an emotional person, but this movie here, this movie here had me, man, because uh, first of all, let me—and I'm gonna be quiet. I am because this, this is a podcast. Here something
0: You're not supposed to be quiet on a
2: podcast. The mother Bucket's Mammy. And I'm gonna call her Mammy because that's how she was acting. That's how she was. Thank you. So yeah. all the female wasn't
0: nothing either. She the, was
2: female I'm gonna viewers. A picture of her, but, my apologies. But that's how she and let me tell you how she acted like a mammy. It was uh revealed in the movie that she had left Bucket with her sleazy low down no good granddaddy right he's a whole nother issue but her mother left her in pursuit of more comfortable economic situation when that Mm -hmm. fell through she came back to get bucket to use bucket as a pond a passing pond so that she could be integrated into a well-to-do family which happens happened to be uh the uh, uh law enforcement family down in georgia and I was so mad because Bayou really loved her. They had a they had a genuine love for one another. He, you know, she accepted him. He accepted her. And let me tell y'all some podcast world. Bucket taught Bayou how to read. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She made an investment in her lover. She taught him how to read. And baby, he took it and ran with it. He started writing, Good. reading. Man, he's still he-
1: upset about that.
2: Yeah, hey, yeah
0: that part right
1: there we, we, we'll get heard. to
2: that we'll get to that though we'll get it, it that. was just a it was an overall good movie for those of us who are in tune and who um are you know connecting you know uh past you know political and social issues with today's and I think that and I and I can't speak for Tyler Perry but I would like to say that he created this movie to show us the uh number one unchanging hand of the racial climate in America, but also for us to see how it has morphed and metamorphed into a different, uh, a different way of being executed and being placed upon us. Because racism is still here, but it's in so Thanks. many different, so many different sectors and spectrums of our society that we need to be aware of it. You know, so man, you know, it was a very good move. So very good.
1: I do not, and I have not, and I, I haven't been like vocal publicly about this because I don't want to bash anybody from my culture in this in the stance, first off. Uh and but I still respect his hustle, right? So I am not a fan of Tyler Perry for my own personal reasons. Me right? neither. That that could be something that we can talk about on an afterlife, right? But never been a fan of his. People, what he was doing. Wasn't upset with him, just never been a fan of him. Right. and Because all of his plays to me have been essentially the same thing, just with different names, right? There's a There was, there was at one point to me personally, again, this is just me and I'm not, nobody's professional. There's been a lack of creativity and the overall stance of general characterization, general storyline, uh, beginning, middle and end, plot twists on and so forth, for all of the stories they're very easily read through and to from beginning to end to me, just to me. Right. And it might be because I'm from the culture that he was (laughs) hitting that with with those storylines and I was like, I know how this finna end up. Right, right. I I know he's finna invoke Jesus Christ. Sooner or later, I know somebody, anyway, anyway, I don't
2: don't even wanna go down that line. No, 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 (laughs) damn (laughs) it. No good black man. Strong, <laughs> independent, stable black woman who got all the answers, right? So disenfranchised, I'm not no, disenfranchised kids. No, right. it, it, no. I am mad, uh, Wanda. And this is why I'm mad because the repetition of visions and the implication of the visual experience from movies, right? have a profound impact on our subconscious. Case in point, and I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> Waiting to Exhale was a very good movie, but if you also were attuned to the universal energy, did you see the decline in relationships? Yep. After that movie came, it was a serious decline in power struggles that was created. Watch this, same thing with colors, and minister Society. Did you sure. notice how the murder rate increased? It it's skyrocketed. After those movies? These see, began,
1: go ahead, go ahead big bro, my bad. No, I'm
2: just yeah. saying, see, everybody, see, I can travel to outer space standing in one place. Everybody ain't not gonna get this thing. You need. Yeah,
1: and that's the truth, right? Some of the stuff, even with, with, with Banging and Little Rock, began to become a propaga- propaganda uh, tool it was pushed through the media to begin to continue, to to show and paint this segment of America differently from a particular portion of America.
2: Okay, you know, but we're talking per- about
1: yeah. So oh, let me God. reel it back in. Let me reel it back no, in. No. You're right. No, You're, right.
2: You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't want to go off on the tangent. Yeah, Thank you, Wanda. Thank you, Wanda. Reel it back in. Let's so, reel it back in. So, so I'm man, not. I've, okay. I've never been
1: a huge fan of Tyler Perry. Right. However. <laughs> Even, even with this movie, I wasn't the biggest fan because, like I told Wanda earlier, like, spoiler alert, I absolutely... Ab- boy, man, hate that shit. There he goes. I did not enjoy The Color Purple. Never have. I did not enjoy The Color Purple. Never have. Never will. It just ain't my jam. It, it's not. I'm I'm sick of... Anyway, so, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and and again, we we this is because our family went through a, a similar situation, right? With granddad having a club in Little Rock, Arkansas, us being in juke joints when we were kids, or the hole in the wall. We've been through that. We listened to to Clarence Carter when we was kids about stroking. Oh, I'll be stroking, right? So <laughs> there, there's a little bit of that where I uh, I just I'm just Play. like that. I. I i'm not i'm not disregarding that it's a classic because regardless of how i feel about it it absolutely is a classic like i can't take that away it's just not something that i enjoy and also being a person who i absolutely love the harlem renaissance period like i was telling you before when it comes to history i look at starting from uh 1860 and going back through 63 65 emancipation proclamation and then us actually getting freedom as a people and then moving forward, the the progression through the Harlem Renaissance is an absolutely beautiful progression of uh, us as Americans, as well as us tying ourselves into American history and making ourselves relevant to American culture and actually understanding that America can't do without us. Mm. There's no way that America can do Mm. or be without us especially wow. if you look at the, the the words of elder james baldwin which is a whole nother topic for a whole nother time Whew. right so with this movie i, I, I actually i actually woke up and i started watching it based off the conversation we had last night so about six thirty, seven o'clock i was watching and i was taking mm-hmm. it apart blah, blah 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 but i could not get past the actual truth <laughs> that it, it painted colorism as a fact, like, wait a minute, like we've dealt with this throughout our lifetimes. And like Sir was saying, we still have to go through it, but here's my my spin on it, right? I understand the whole aspect of racism. Racism is a very much so real thing, but when we are talking about colorism, it's not somebody, an external influence, that's an internal engine that we continuously produce amongst ourselves. We're doing this to us. We're teaching this to our children. And nobody is influencing us to do that except for us. It's a very real thing. And it has long lasting implications for those of us who experience it and go through it. Yeah, we look good as I love I am. Like if if I could go back to any period, the Harlem Renaissance would be the period that I would need to be in. That's my attitude on things. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, look, seven trombones. I am. Yeah. Anyway, I'm all over. So but, like. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like
0: dealing with colorism, even like even now, like I like when we talked about it, I was like, I've had traumas growing up because of colorism. Hmm. Like, though for for a very long time, I didn't like light skinned girls.
1: Oh wow! But I, didn't got a I was so very
0: fond of light skinned people because those were the type of people who made me feel like I was ugly, I was hmm. less than, and because my skin is darker, I'm a chocolate girl. I am a darker skinned girl.
1: Keep talking. Four
0: about- C curl pattern hair. I don't have wavy hair. Hmm. Wavy hair, or you know, the the pretty eyes, or whatever, and like, and like, even you know, like growing up, I
1: disagree to an extent, but I'm just understand.
0: this is what this is me. This is what happened to me, and like going to the schools that I went to, the like boys never really checked for girls that looked like me. They always wanted the yeah. light skinned girls with the pretty hair. But like now, everybody wants a chocolate girl. Everybody wants them a thick chocolate girl with natural hair. That's what everybody wants now.
1: Is that true? So, audience, I'm not disagreeing with
0: you. I'm just, I mean, like, where I mean, where was y'all where was where was this love at when I was an African booty scratching? Where, I mean, oh. like, where was I at? like, where were y'all at? Where was this love at? When I was a little nappy head black girl, what was was the
1: love that then? So I'm gonna put this up by elder uh, uh, Zora Neale Hurston. Mm. We'll go ahead and keep talking, but I I just wanna throw these up while we're talking about this. And I'll read it real quick. I found the Negro and always the blackest Negro being made the butt of all jokes, particularly like Wanda was just saying black women. If it was so honorable and glorious to be black, why was it the yellow skinned people among us had so much prestige? Even a child in the first grade could see that this was so, this was so from what happened in the classroom and on uh, school programs. The light-skinned children were always the angels, fairies, and queens of a school play. The light of the girl, <laughs> the money, and the prestige she was apt to marry. So on into high school years, I was asking myself questions.
2: So, Yes, I- sir. <laughs> you know that, so james is correct as of in the present day now we have taken the vehicle of racism and its multiple byproducts colorism being one of them and we are no longer being forced per se into practicing these toxic demonic behaviors right Although, just to add some clarity and texture to the conversation, we are all aware that because of our unfortunate circumstances of being enslaved and our proximity to whiteness, and as Gil Scott Heron explained how the white man had a God complex and had set himself up to be viewed as God through the misrepresentation of European images, particularly in Christianity, right? This is how they present it. And that's why we were just talking about images. This is how they presented this image, right? And this proximity so that we would desire to look like or be close to the group of people who were the domineering social class. So many years after we've been freed, after reconstruction, we now still, because of our subtle and subconscious worship of the proximity to whiteness, we still deem, or some of us still deem, lighter skin as some type of ennobling mm. trait. And to answer your question, Wanda, to have a dark-skinned sister with, with natural hair and see, that should have been the normal, because it was for me. I didn't like. I didn't like nothing like. Well, no, I'm, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell a lie. I, I, mean, I mean, what I'm saying is, this is what I got I'm saying. you, big bro. No, no, but this is what I'm saying. I was equal opportunity. To anybody, let me say that. <laughs> dark, light, tall. <laughs> so the point I'm making is, it's trendy to get a dark girl now. It's trendy because so much emphasis has been put on or so much media coverage has been put on. Y'all just keep picking the light-skinned girl. The light-skinned girl getting all the rhythm. The light-skinned girl getting all, you know, all of the attention. So then I said, damn, man, we got, hey, we need to tighten up, man. We need to get some black girls. No,
0: but here's the thing is, like, Eric, like, it's always been taught that the light-skinned girls were the prettiest. And they were not. The or the light-skinned boys were the prettiest. And yes, they won't. And,
2: and, you know what I'm saying? But they weren't.
0: I know and I mean and just, and then and the thing is for the light-skinned people, it put into their mind, oh I'm light-skinned, I'm I already top you. tier. And which gave them crappy attitudes. Exactly. And I uh, like that's not cute. And some of them ain't cute. I mean, I mean they're not attractive. I'm not I'm not saying that, but like like to me, all black, all brown is beautiful.
1: Not me. Not I've seen some ugly ass. Everything <laughs> from from white to everything in between in 11. I've
0: I mean, seen uh, all
1: of uh, it. There like, are some people that just ain't you people, right?
0: somebody you know, right? You, I it might not be my cup of tea, but it may be his drink of water over there. Like, I don't so, know.
2: And, yeah. and 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 now that we're older and we have been, you know, um, instilled with a deeper sense of self and self-respect, right? See now, hypothetically, see now, you know, somebody can go get them a light-skinned girl and be under the under the auspices where I'm not with her because I equate her lightness to whiteness. And, you know, I feel so uh, uh, privileged to be with her. It's what you said, Juan, is I like what I like because I like it and that's why I want to love. Right. And we have to continue to uh, we have to continue to uh, practice and promote the idea of black of blackness for lack of a better word of blackness as um, definitely culturally right because see that's how you break down the colorist stigma right when you look at blackness as all inclusive and disconnected from the proximity and closeness of whiteness which is why passing was a real thing, because white mm-hmm. people who looked like white people could get into their society and do things. Now, watch this, because I, I I try to be a, um, an objective historian. There were some positives, right, to this passing as well, because there were some places that people got into that other dark-skinned people couldn't got into, and they was able to nudge the door open just, yeah, a, little just a little bit. Absolutely. So people can get through. It's when it becomes a measure of rule to establish yourself above others. That's when it becomes toxic, right? See, I'm a right. toxic, I'm a toxic house nigga when I turn my nose up at you and James because I'm in the house and y'all still in the field. But it becomes productive if I open the back door to the house and we all go in there and cut masters throat.
1: So here's another quote by Elder Tom Burrell. Oh, yes. And it it actually goes in line with what we were saying. Many of us boast of having little Indian, Irish, Italian. Any additional uh, blood in our lineage boosts our value. Mm, mm, mm. We find ourselves using a sliding racial scale somewhere between black and white with lighter or whiter. Always, always defined as better. Mm -hmm. The color-struck class war played out in Black families, neighborhoods, social clubs, churches, colleges, fraternal organizations, and nearly every conceivable part of our culture. Mm -hmm. As the stigma progressed, class stratification within the Black community became based to a large degree on the presence or absence of Black features. It is a profound irony that the attractiveness rating was enhanced by the whiteness of hair, skin color, and facial features. Sadly, system continues today. That was in 2010. Very much so relevant to to what we're talking about.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: again, Understanding, yes, I was about to actually say that, sis, because we know about the brown, brown paper bag test. Lord, yeah. Hammers, right? Don't With bring that up. Lord. A very specific sorority that made that whole thing popular, right? And that even moves forward into a, a different society, quote unquote, of us, our, our culture, the boulet, right? That you have to be of a specific skin tone, but certain features to actually be regarded as valuable and the more features and the less black you are the more valuable you become right so again this isn't something that at this point in history uh we have to have our kids go into a classroom and it's taught them it's pushed in our music it's pushed at home it's pushed in our general readings it's pushed on an everyday scale to where at this point if we have to correlate this to the fields and the house negro right the master at this point can take a step back because he's got the slave that teaches the bible the slave bible he's got Mm. the people inside to work for him the way he needs to he's got the one that will run and make sure that the ones in the field know that they're a little bit lesser than the folks in the house, because they're closer, like Sir was saying, in proximity to Massa than what they Uh are to the field. And it's showing. It's showing through what we do as a subculture, and we have to begin to get away from that, right? My four kids. My four kids, not let me let me take it a few steps back because I and I'm saying this with a little bit of passion, uh, fervency, and zeal. Uh, because I'm this isn't a lesson that was missed on me either, right? I remember when I would come back when my mama would pick me up uh, from Pacific and I would go back back to St. Louis. Well, I I spent the vast majority of my time in Pacific either playing in a garden, jumping down, run, hanging out through creeks, hunting, or at the, at the city pool, at the community pool swimming. And so naturally, as a young melanated man, as I'm absorbing all this sun, my skin is going to adjust to it and I'm going to get darker. And one of the first things that I can remember people saying is, well, you got darker. I'm and it never it never clicked. <laughs> it never clicked. But that would be the first thing that they were observing, like to hell with the fact that I just grown five inches in the summer. Mm hmm. And whereas I could only do layups, I'm now jumping over the rim. And where at one point I couldn't lift but 50 pounds, but now I'm lifting, lifting closer to 200 pounds. Never mind all of that. Never mind the fact that my cognitive abilities, as well as my speech pattern, as well as my in in my, my connectedness with with music and me figuring out who I am became a bigger and greater force and uh, part of myself. Never mind all that, but we're we gonna skip all of these other things that that you might have have begun to progress in but we're going man you got darker you gonna you you probably need to stay in the house so I bet you can't wait till winter come because you'll get lighter again in the winter foolishness Look, I, I never I don't
2: give a damn about getting lighter right straight foolishness. <laughs> foolishness. yeah who sits up and thinks about foolishness that is foolish
1: straight foolishness. Never mind the fact that I've learned how to cultivate the ground, learning right. from my grandfather. Never mind the fact that my grandfather began to teach me how to do carpentry and plumbing.
2: Yeah, bump all that. <laughs> you got darker, but but you still cute. But you got darker. And oh. let me tell you, let me tell you something, Wanda. All, all them, all them cats that went checking for you back in the day, baby. Watch this. Them Negroes is sick. Today's they, is definitely, definitely they're done. They're done. They're done. Definitely,
0: the inbox is not dead. I'm just saying that. But- right.
1: The fact is- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You silly, on. And just hit me what yeah, you said. Yeah, so. just, I
2: just talked <laughs> in. Don't, don't have me uh <laughs> send <Senatural> a <laughs> telecommunication to Mr. Wanda. Right, don't right. have me. No, trust me. I, I got know. nothing to worry about. That's what I
0: know. good over here. That's what I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, like, and that's beyond me,
2: because
0: when I see it, I'll be like,
2: Yeah, like you. Nah,
0: fam, I'm good. You know, because I mean, and like even now, like my my like my best my best 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 friend is a light skinned girl. Like I love her to death. Right. Like she like she's she's a she's my soulmate, but my yeah. friend. So like that's that's my home and like and I love her too. But if I had met her at a different time in my life, I don't think we I would have gave her a chance to be my friend.
2: Mm. Right. Right.
0: Because I didn't trust people of their complexion. Right. I mean, you could have been the sweetest pie or the greatest person. But because of what happened to me, like, early on, I was like, what you want to be my friend for? So you can make fun of me?
2: Yeah. So
0: I can make right. you look better? Or make you look better?
2: Right. Quote, right. right. No. Right. That's right. That's please, why please. I'm glad. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just give me a second. That's why I'm glad I had the experiences in my lifetime that I had because, you know, I I was extremely militant, right? And what I had to learn is that, you know, anything practiced past the point of balance becomes unhealthy, anything, you know, you can put anything in that box. So um, had I not had this change of thought and this, uh, you know, maturing of my mind and my spirit, I may have missed out on some great opportunities with uh you know some of my white counterparts had i kept it you know and i'm and i'm simply saying it's only when we look at proximity to whiteness as we compare it which is evil as we compare it to some type of constructed lack thereof within ourselves Mm. you know when we look at it in that frame and that terminology right it becomes bad and the young youngsters of this generation whom won't pay attention to it right will continuously to subconsciously perpetuate it not the way that it previously was but in their own particular way right That's why it's very important to talk about it so that these uh, interracial and inter uh, 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 and these interconnected lines you know don't become, bigger than what they need to be i'm gonna say this and be quiet i was so glad when chris rock made that documentary i mean that thing hit me yeah i never expected somebody like him and see that's and that's another thing that's why i kicked myself in the toe i never expected somebody like him to make a documentary like that but i was so happy because he actually gave the people something tangible that destroyed those racial based myths. So here's
0: the thing about that movie. I had been on a creamy crack for years creamy until crack. I saw that movie. Yes. I, until I saw that movie. And I was like, and then so immediately I'm like, Thank okay, you. I'm gonna let the relaxer grow out. So I was wearing braids. And like my migraine stopped. I quit having dry patches in my (laughs) head. but I mean, even then, like I was able to embrace the beauty of my own hair. Not that it wasn't my hair and I felt like it needed to be straight to be accepted, but like, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I possibly giving myself cancer?
1: Mm. Right.
0: Like, and I'm and I'm doing it to myself because I was right. putting the, my own relaxer in my head. I was dealing with the burning and the itching and the uh, the sores from leaving it in too long because I mm. needed my hair to be super super straight.
2: Lord yeah. have mercy. Yeah. Wow. So,
0: but like after mm. watching that movie, I I let my hair like I let my hair grow out. I cut the relaxer off, and, and so I was I was natural seven years before I actually started my lock. And then I started my locks after I had gotten married. So I had my locks for six years.
2: And I'm like, best decision I ever made. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you. One of the best
0: decisions
1: I've ever made. That's absolutely wonderful. One of my daughters told me (laughs) earlier, uh, almost a week ago, that she was thinking about growing locks. And she's at the age to where she can make that decision for herself. Um, it's
0: it's a process, but it's it's a beautiful process. Like I wouldn't change any of it, and I didn't go through like the super duper short phase because my hair grows. You know how my hair grows in this family. Hair grows yeah. super duper fast yeah. So like I like I I rocked a fro. I've had twist outs. I've had braids. I've done flat twists. I've done all this stuff, and then I just did. When I got where
1: to do my locks, my sister did my little coils, and the rest is history. Oh, okay, that's what's up. I uh, I didn't know this. That's what's up. Oh. That's, that's new. I didn't that's know new.
0: that, but that so I'm not. The, uh, I'm not, not sure
1: who, who this is. is. I don't know. Usually that. it's Manny, but right now it's.
0: I
2: don't see him on here. I don't know. So, with so with this with this colorism mm-hmm. and this proximity to whiteness, uh, it was necessary for those persons in power, those colonial bullies, right, to first and foremost destroy the positive mm-hmm. image of ourselves to ourselves, right? And that's why I always tell sisters because Absolutely. good to her, good her is the reason why my mama, her is natural now, why my sister, because mm. I used to stay on them. I used to stay on them. I said, mom, you got to watch it." one. And my mother responds well to the truth. When she sees something that's true, it don't take her uh, 10 days. She own it. She said, oh, hell no. Yeah, so, baby, when that when that the ate through that aluminum can, okay, I was like, absolutely. Oh wow, <laughs> that's right. And you wonder why a lot of old black women got dementia mm. and all okay. this other stuff related to these poisons, lies a poison yeah. that you put in your hair, but it's all it's all in the name of trying to inch closer and closer to the proximity of whiteness.
1: Because again, even we do this unfortunately, even when it comes to economics. If if I tell people, listen, there is a deep recession coming, right? And I can give stats, I can give facts because mm-hmm. it's something that I do, I look at in my spare time. It's it's almost a hobby right up under me, studying different religions. Um, nobody really wants to listen to what I'm saying. But I hear you. I know you do, (laughs) because if I bring somebody on here outside of myself that is one of my brothers from a different culture, right? And he'll say the exact same thing that I'm saying. More than likely, he learned it from. Oh, killer! It got you. That was tequila. It was (laughs) (laughs) more than likely he might have learned it from me. But if he says the exact same thing, it's valued as truth. We do that to each other, unfortunately. And that. So, with that being said, I'm going to pull up this last quote from Elder Marcus Garvey, Uh-oh. and even Bob Marley, to put this in some of his lyrics. And nobody, like Bob Marley, a, a genius. Was a genius of his time, but he also studied and looked after and thought about a lot of the other geniuses that was in the circle. So, Marcus Garvey. The black skin is not a badge of shame, but rather a glorious symbol of national greatness. If we, as a people realize the greatness from which we came, we would be less likely to disrespect ourselves. We're going to emancipate ourselves from mental slavery because whilst others might free the body, none but ourselves can free the mind. Mind is your only ruler, sovereign. The man who is not able to develop and use his mind is bound to be the slave of the other man who uses his mind. Do not remove the kinks from your head, remove them from
2: your brain. Gosh almighty. Marcus Garvey. I could remove these kinks from my head if I
0: wanted to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ain't nobody got time for that. That's (laughs) right. And I always ask black women when, you know, I present an alternative way of looking at themselves. I say, well, who told you your hair was nappy?
0: Our
2: grandmothers. No, but I'm I'm saying, I I, I say that question to challenge the thought process behind it, right? Mm -hmm. In compare, watch this, in comparison (laughs) to what? So that's what you that, that's what the question really is asked for. Somebody told you her I was nappy in comparison to what though? That's
1: always And
2: every time I hear sisters with that one, it's like a light turn on. They say, "You know what sir, you is right. You yeah, can see one thing, one thing for sure, two things for certain." <clears throat> I'm just telling you. This brother, I'm going to be black till the day I die. <laughs> black people have to be oh, awful, awesome, terrible. But I'm talking about you know, see, some people approach their blackness with you know, I'm not going to be you know, hey. No, 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 no. This is a sickness, it's a disease, and we need every person fighting to cure this this illness that we got because it's an illness. I don't like mental disease. I don't (laughs) like Joe because he's dark and I'm light skinned and I think I'm the shit. Well, why do you think you're the shit? Because you're light. And yep. what does light have to do with it? Oh, your proximity to whiteness? Oh, now we're getting to the root. See- so I
0: want to pose this question to you guys. If we, you were of the lighter persuasion able to pass, would you?
1: Yeah. With this caveat, I'd only pass if if I could be a bridge for everybody else, that's the only that's the only thing, only reason, a way that I would be able to do it. If I could, if I could, sunzu it essentially. If I could walk in with with people looking at me in a specific fashion, open the door for others of my culture to get in, and then on the backside be like, "Oh, you thought I was? Oh no, this is who I am. But thank you for giving me what you thought my definition." Was but this is who I am. I'm telling you who I actually am. That's how that's the only way that I would do it is if I could use it as a strategic movement and placement to better other people. That's the only way.
0: Okay. The that's the fair answer, sir.
2: You know, I always gotta doctor my answers up. <laughs> just say it. No, it ain't no just say it. Because see, here's the thing. <laughs> If I was a dumb imbecile, then yeah. But with the spirit I got, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. Light, dark, or whatever. I wouldn't make it. Okay. So
0: now they're just like. I thought about it, and I wouldn't make it. I like. I like. I. I, I, I would definitely try. I would try my best. But the moment they got to talking that. Black bitches, this or niggas, that. oh, yeah. How then
1: would we be got
2: be yeah. yeah. you'd have been on the and first tree in the neighborhood, and yeah. then I'd
0: be hanging on a tree next to my
2: dark skinned brother. So, yeah, because I'd I, I start pointing, I, I, just it out.
0: I just wouldn't be able to. Go. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'd
1: have to start pointing some stuff out. Like, didn't didn't you get breastfed by a woman? That part, yeah. that part, but let, I digress. I digress. That part, I'm just <laughs> Your
2: mama didn't breastfeed you, and they were was...
0: scared for the black woman to feed them because they thought it was gonna make their babies dark too. But they didn't have no
2: choice. Hey. They, they liked that chocolate milk. <laughs> you were <know I laughs> <eat. laughs> stupid. So is into the day.
1: <laughs> but I, I, do it as a strategic movement. As a, if, 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 if people, it, so. Everybody that's on right now, if you have not read uh, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, I highly recommend going out and getting that book and reading it multiple times from cover to cover. Multiple times from cover to cover.
0: Put the title of the book in the comment and the
1: author. Um, Absolutely.
0: Okay, so we're about an hour and 12 minutes in. So.
1: All right, I we, had to put we, that in there. We can either do a afterlife. I, I got a few minutes yet. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is it okay if we do an afterlife? Yeah, okay. yeah I got time. I got time. Oh. They love Are they you? daddy, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna,
2: seen uh, Lil J all night. We're Lil J, I thought he was gonna be around in there. He, he,
1: was he over did, earlier. You he missed did. Missed Fat him. boy, where him. you at? You where you at big guy?
2: I'm telling you, if that ain't if that ain't James Twin, I don't Come know. Come here, my he man. Is. Yeah, oh. i
1: There he is. Come here, say hi to the people. <laughs> Lil' Jay. Stand up, stand up.
0: Hi, Bubby. Stop, stop, stop,
1: stop and stand still. Say hello. Oh, he missing teeth. He <laughs> missing
2: <laughs> these. They gone. <laughs> you who missing
0: your E and L? There you
2: go, my man. That's his nickname, Bubby. Bubby, yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, so he, he lost his E and F. He's about to get eight and nine. He's going to go into numbers now. His letters are leaving. Yep. You about to get your big boy teeth, man.
1: He told me that not too long ago, didn't you, buddy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You about to get your big boy teeth, which means those are going to be your last set. So you got to take really good care of them, okay?
1: I had to make him go brush his teeth today. <laughs> he was the only one. I said, who brushed y'all teeth today? He looked around, because his sisters was like, I did, I did, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have a toothbrush. I got a thousand toothbrushes in my bathroom on purpose. Yes, sir. I shop at Costco. Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> yes, hey. sir. Yeah. You're trying to trick me, huh,
2: a little joker?
1: Let's All right, my man. You'll come back on later. Go play.
2: Now, wind up. let me ask yes. you this in James 2. Yeah. I'm going to address something that wasn't shown in the movie. It wasn't even an issue, but I could tell it was a theme. Do you think the white manager was stealing money?
0: He was stealing money out of mail.
2: No, no, no. That was the postman. I'm talking about the white manager.
1: Oh, of course. (laughs) Y'all think so? Of course, the Jewish guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was this. common practice.
2: No, 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 I'm no. Common this. practice. Watch this. He wasn't stealing it based on a hatred he had about no. you. He was participating in white privilege. That was a common practice. Common practice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They no did not you that in the movie, and it did not cross
0: my
2: mind. So. Yeah. See, you can't
0: yeah. put nothing. You can't put nothing past. Uh, these
2: this infection, this planetary infection. You can't put nothing past it. It's a virus. It's an infection. And it is here to make everybody sick.
1: I honestly think, and I've, I've had discussions with my older sister about this. Um, she's a psychologist, if anybody wants to know. But I honestly think uh, that racism in and of itself is a mental illness. It's it's nothing more well. I mean not
0: that's an interesting stance.
1: It's 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 a deep-seated mental illness, it's a movement of psychosis But it can be taught and, and how many so so can narcissism. But is hey, narcissism
2: hey, hey, a hey. mental illness? It got to be wanted because it unnerves and disrupts the flow. Of human connectivity.
0: Okay, we gotta
1: get through this. I got seven minutes left on my tablet before I so I can get to my uh charger so we can do an afterlife. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I had to talk to the kids. But mental illness, yeah. What what Sir was Mm -hmm. saying, anything that begins to disconnect you from an interconnectivity, uh, even if it's a learned behavior uh, of of your direct Observable type of thing or person, which humanness, when it begins to die, like separate you from that, there's a mental uh debilitation that's happening. You take take a, 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 a dang it, I'm, I'm losing words right now because I just got upset with one of my kids. So I'm trying to back <laughs> in. Um, take a murderer. Take a person who has a godlike godlike co- uh, construct of themselves. Yeah. These are both debilitating mental illnesses. The exact same way that racism, it's a learned behavior, but it's done at such an early age like narcissism that the continuation of it builds a godlike complex, puts a focus on value. It separates you from being the exact same type of thing as another human it puts you on a different platform. It begins to separate you from your fellow human. And, and so it becomes a mental
2: illness to me. No, it is. We, we are so, and I'm not saying you think this, Wanda, but we are so conditioned to perceive diseases as innate and inherent that we fail to recognize that diseased behavior can be taught as well. Case in point, one of the greatest diseases on the planet that came out of uh, uh, human um, uh 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 the uh, de- de- degradation and evil ethnic cleansing Genocide. is a is a mental disease yeah eugenics another one is a, men- is a disease it's a disease
1: this is nothing more nothing less than a movement in and in the mention of trying to place yourself and those who look like you and justify your faults as godlike characteristics, that's yeah. all it is. So, yeah, they're gonna we, learn today, babe. They're yeah, gonna learn yeah, today. We, yeah, we, we can continue that on the afterlife. Yeah, since they to permission to do in a little bit. But before we get to the afterlife, we gotta get to what's got you, what's after, got you after. Yeah, and <laughs> here is hold on. I gotta oh my hold up. What oh, is that, that? Some fucking McDonald's move the You got the... So, McDonald's, McDonald's has
2: reintroduced the adult Happy Meal. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, got to be, that's got to be a joke. It's a joke. Oh my though. God.
0: But hey,
1: adulting is hard nowadays.
0: Oh my God.
2: These people need to be saving this shit. Ha ha ha
1: ha ha ha.
2: Why no, let me be quiet because we're supposed to talk about what got us effed
1: up. We got what got oh. us effed up. What got us effed up, big brother? Let's start with you,
2: man. What has me effed up other than the normal, uh, global disintegration of humanness and love? Particularly, it's a lot of stuff got me messed up. Uh, Vladimir Putin got me messed up, took the work, yeah. How do you think we're going to give you a Russian terrorist that wanted to kill Americans in exchange for, for a woman who made a mistake when y'all let the white girl on the volleyball team buy more than Brittany Grind and y'all let her go home with a slap on the wrist? Did, did anybody know about that story? We'll
1: talk about that. Let's dive into that on the afterlife. I'm gonna That's keep my what's TikTok. Got me up
2: me, what's got me messed up is anything that will have me messed up. It's all got me messed up. You know, I'm like old Scrooge. It, everything got me messed up. <laughs> and I'm done. I right. my
1: Wanda, what got you effed up? What I'm
0: do? not going before you know more.
1: <laughs> no more. No. I
0: said, I'm not going before you
1: anymore. Oh, because the last, <laughs> last week? I don't remember what I did last week, my you bad. I, I brought it oh, all boy. down, didn't I? I brought everybody down.
2: Yeah. No, no you didn't. You didn't bring us I'm down. I'm going
0: to end up on a funny note. I'm going to let you tell
1: us what got you out of this week. Look, I had, I had some things on my mind. I got to stop reading. I, I, I bruise through, I read stuff, but now I'm also a little bit of a history buff, so I look at stuff and I'd be like, wait a minute. So, <laughs> since we're here, I, I'll go ahead and say what got me effed up, right? And it's in the same lines as, sir, how are we letting a few, a couple of people, a couple of quote unquote uh, sovereign country leaders dictate to the rest of the world that we could potentially be in a nuclear crisis? that has the potential to devastate all of humanity. All of humanity, literally, not figuratively. I don't care what side you you want to choose, conservative, Republican, or anything in between. This is a point of contention, an issue of basic human life. You're letting two people, dictate to the rest of the world, we might have a nuclear (laughs) issue on our hands. We might have to obliterate the world because we can't agree to disagree on some shit that really has nothing to do with us. Ukraine war is not a war for the United States of America. Mm -mm. That's the first thing I'm going to say. The second thing is the rules that apply to NATO apply to NATO. If a country is not a part of NATO, those rules do not apply. Very similarly so. I don't care what religious order or sect you belong to, the rules of your religious sect and organization belong to you and the people who believe in those rules and nobody else. Why? Why are we at a crossroads... To where we have two world powers talking about nuclear devastation and nobody's doing anything about it, that's what's got me after my kids. J- I'll
0: let you go first.
2: Now, do you see why you, go first? <laughs> now, you ain't right, Wanda? You're not right. Jeez. I just wanted to throw
1: that out there. That's what got me effed up this week. Nobody's saying anything about this. You're right. I got you, Manny. I see you. I'm going to bring you on in a bit. Hey,
0: so what's got me effed up this week? I had a great week up until today at lunchtime. It was my fault because I shouldn't have went to Arby's, but I went to Arby's.
1: That's trucker food. Ricky told y'all that.
0: I went to Arby's, and they didn't put any cheese on my sandwich. And I asked the right, why, well, like, how the hell you gonna have a beef and cheddar with no damn cheddar? Like, where they do that at? Or do Arby's. That
1: at? <laughs> <laughs> at Arby's. At Arby's? Yeah.
0: So, Arby's on Lindell. Count your flipping days. Wow. Wow. And y'all got me after up this week.
2: Okay. Lindle and what Wanda.
0: little and Sarah across the <laughs> street from the McDonald's, next door to the fire firehouse sub. That's Don't where you should went to
1: now. Don't tell all their business now. Yup. Mm. Wow. Manny. So, Manny Lugo, the man the myth, the musician. Go ahead and get right. in on this.
0: I gotta put my my tablet on charger, or I ain't gonna be able to get on the live. So all <laughs> right. um, and we
2: want we want you on the live
0: on the
1: afterlife on the afterlife yeah so i'm also going to put the afterlife in my TikTok uh for the viewers that have been on for a second because there are quite a few pe- quite a few people that's been looking at that also so okay. all right want to go ahead with your final thoughts then as
0: always guys don't forget to brush your floss super duper important all the time <laughs> rush and floss um don't forget to smile they're free and they change lives
1: oh that's true that's true all
2: right big bro what you got final words my final word is to continue to strive on a daily basis to change grow evolve and be the best that you can be so you can bring the best of who you are into the world
0: oh that's cute i like it
1: man you want to jump in on, on this final thoughts bro We can't hear
0: him. <coughs> nope, can okay.
1: No, go. we ain't got your vocals, man. We hear the music, we ain't got your vocals. We hear sir playing, right. but we can't hear you. Oh, how are you
2: playing, Lord?
1: Yeah, hear you, we hear you. So my final thoughts are just, you know, as, as always, it's easy, it's easy to give a smile and it's easy to be the epitome of love. So walk through that door, be that, regardless of the anxiety, somebody needs that in their lives. So, help them out with that. Show love, be love, and give love. So, those are my final thoughts. Uh, in the wise words of Russell Simmons, thank you for coming out. God bless. And- Good night. <laughs> one time for the one time.
2: the family bloodline oh, that's a big-